Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. So the Warriors got smacked by the Los Angeles Clippers in LA 119-104. And I had said in the last episode that with the Warriors having two games left against the Clippers and then against the Nuggets, I was hoping that they would just kind of make it across the finish line to the All-Star break with a couple extra wins with some momentum, and they didn't. (laughs) This game was kind of continuing a trend of their defense falling apart, them not having the energy, them just kind of being flat. That's a word I use a lot lately. And this game started off pretty promising, Steph Curry looked like Steph Curry of old. He was going off and just hitting every single shot he took for a while. It felt like it felt like he was going to have one of those nights, but the Warriors just couldn't keep up. And on the defensive end, there were just too many breakdowns. And the Clippers, they are not one of the best teams in the West, let alone the NBA. But when you look at their lineup, especially since they've added Robert Covington and Norm Powell, and yes, Norm Powell is out with a broken foot. That's a good addition, but he didn't play. But when you look at this Clippers team, they have very, very solid role player veterans. And Ty Lue is a very, very good coach. And to be honest, I've thought that Ty Lue has been overrated for a while, but that guy is a very, very good coach. Very, very smart coach. Anyway, the Clippers, they can have their on games, they can have their off games, but this one was definitely one where they were on and they're a tough team. They got size, they got attitude, they have just veteran savvy, hard-nosed players, and they took it to the Warriors. And this game slipped away from them in the third quarter and was pretty much over by the end of that quarter. The Warriors traditionally have owned the third quarter, so that was particularly disappointing. I won't get too much into the nitty gritty of the game. (laughs) I don't really want to relive that, but I'll say something that you probably already know, and that is pretty obvious. The Warriors need Draymond Green. I've said that before. I'm sure you've heard that elsewhere. And if you follow the Warriors at all, you know that that is very true. They've survived without him for a while, but there have been cracks, fissures, all that stuff. And they've hit some hot streaks. But bottom line is this is not a Warriors team that you're seeing right now that is going to win the title right? The team that has a chance to win the title is the one with Draymond Green. If he doesn't come back 100% or if he has a setback at some later stage, then that's it. We all know that, you know? This was not a fun game to watch. This is not enjoyable to see your team get blown out and not have a full four quarters of effort, but it is what it is. So the Warriors get the Nuggets on Wednesday at home at Chase. So if they've been worked over by bigs on other teams, I am a little (laughs) worried about how they'll look against Jokic. But at least they're at home, so maybe they will have a little bit more energy. I mean, in recent weeks, you know, when they were on that nine-game winning streak, they'd played some lesser opponents and had some okay games and just got by, which is great. Pile up those wins. But this team isn't whole. And that's true for a lot of teams. You know, I mean, if this Clippers team 
<laughs> they're definitely not old. They had Kawhi, Paul George, Norman Powell. That team is going to be good next year if all those guys come back 100%. But it's clear that this break for this Warriors team is necessary. Kavon Looney, as tough as he's been, I mean, that dude needs a break. He's the only big body that's really, really banging in there, you know, and he takes so much abuse setting screens, rebounding, playing defense against dudes who are more often than not bigger than him. I mean, the dude's only 6'9", you know, playing center in the NBA every single night. I've talked about Bielitsa recently, and, you know, he's not giving you too much. So everything rides, and we've known this, everything rides for this team on having Steph, having Clay, having Draymond, you know, and that's still the same. So the frustration of this Clippers game, the annoyance for some watching this team not have it, not give that effort, getting beat on the defensive end, we'll see how it goes. I'd always felt that Draymond was going to come back after the All-Star game to give him more of a buffer, but it seems like he's going to be out even longer, maybe until early to mid-March. So it's something that this current squad of healthy players needs to figure out over the break, rest their bodies, rest their minds, look at the schedule. There's going to be 23 games after the All-Star break. It's kind of a mad dash, right? It's a stretch of games where they can hopefully integrate Draymond back into the lineup, hopefully integrate Wiseman to some extent, get him more familiar and figure out what his role can be, get him some reps and get his confidence up. And then just finding that rhythm going into the playoffs, right? That's basically what it all comes down to. And we've always known that health is the primary thing. I will take, <laughs> honestly, I will take the third seed and a healthy Draymond and a playable James Wiseman over the top seed and a Draymond that is like 60% and a James Wiseman who's off the court. You know, I mean, that's what you need. Once you get into the playoffs, all bets are off. Home court advantage, super important, especially against the top tier teams. But all it takes is one win to flip that back for the Warriors to get home court advantage. Right. So the only times the Warriors have lost in the playoffs during the first iteration of this dynasty run, it was because in the 2016 finals, Steph was hurt. He wasn't 100%. Andre Godala, he was hurt. If his back isn't beating him up, he's dunking that ball in game seven. Andrew Bogut, broken leg, had to play Festus Azili, didn't have that passing, that savvy, that ball screening for a couple games. And then in the 2019 finals, KD being out and of course, Clay going out, right? So health is the most important thing, not home court advantage at all. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NBA is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if 
they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over, minimum age and local requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. But it'll be interesting, you know? I mean, that's the drama of sports of this basketball season, the highs and lows, kind of watching how things evolve and seeing if they will end up where you expect and where you hope them to be. And they can definitely still end up there. As long as Draymond is good, as long as Wiseman comes back a little bit, and as long as everybody else stays reasonably healthy, man, I like our chances a lot. The Warriors are likely not going to catch the Phoenix Suns for first place in the Western Conference. Now they're officially five games back, two games up on the Memphis Grizzlies. So keep an eye on that. You know, I said after January... It was too bad for the Suns. They'd, they'd only built up a two-game lead on the Warriors. But this recent run of Warriors iffy games, after that nine-game winning streak, they've gone one and three. After this stretch, that five-game advantage is pretty big. Something crazy would have to happen, like the Suns would have to suffer a pretty bad injury, honestly, to create an opening because the Suns are clicking. They're still clicking. But we'll see. We'll see. Anything can happen. And that's the fun of it all. We'll also see keeping an eye on what the front office, what the coaching staff is feeling when the buyout market hits and who to possibly target, who to lose and where to go from there. But like I said, right now they're kind of just limping to the all-star break and hopefully they can knock out one more win against a resurging Denver team with an MVP player in the middle (laughs) in the position where the Warriors are currently weakest on their roster. If they can pull that off, that's a little bit of momentum right there. Anyway, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And would love it if you could leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Or if you really want to, if you really like us, you could leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts as well. That would be much appreciated. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. <laughs>